Yep. Hey guys, this episode. <laughs> no, we're already rolling. You, you you do it when you're ready. I know. I need you to shut up. Okay, I'll shut up. <sighs> hey guys, this episode is brought to you by Sinusoid.com. Right now, go over to Sinusoid and look for the sliver cables. If they're back, a, if there's a smaller patch cable on the market, I've never seen it. Well, it's definitely the smallest soldered patch cable I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a pretty cool cable. Really unique, unique design. Really tiny little small head on it with, uh, you know, a, a solid shaft that you're really going to enjoy. <laughs> you know what I always, you know, you know what I always I forget about, Ryan? I didn't mean to get so salty right out of the gate there. You know what I always forget about, Ryan? Yeah. What do you always forget about? I forget that sometimes people want to be able to customize the length of their cables. And if that's you, Sinusoid also has, um, solderless kits where you can determine your own length. Yeah, they do have solderless kits. They've also got uh, pancake plugs uh, for patch cables. What do they call those? Uh, those short stacks? Yeah, They have a lot of different options for uh, for patch cables. You should go check them out. We're big fans of Sinusoid. We love all their products. We're using Sinusoid cables right now with our microphones. So Steve looks confused, but that's a Sinusoid cable. This is a Sinusoid cable. Yours isn't, Steve. I'm that's just... why you sound like crap. Uh, that's true. <laughs> all right, so head on over to Sinusoid.com. They're our favorite cable company. What's wrong with you? I know, right? Get it together. This episode is also brought to you by Nanalog Audio, makers of the Wave Function Overdrive. I did get my ep- my uh, my demo up last week. I got it up the day after I wanted to, but it still got up. That pedal is huge, man. How did how I are know. you sitting on it? It takes up my whole living room, and I've got a really big living room. Jeez, like, I, know I did you a do. fun little green screen thing where I was sitting on the pedal. Uh, playing guitar like a little tiny person is like a joke on like nano like because they small because they a small use, joke yeah I was, I was just playing a little guitar solo you know shut up dad <laughs> you're embarrassing me in front of my friends <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even in- introduced our guest yet i know we'll, we'll do that once we get past the sponsors us but uh nanolog audio they probably have the first Brand new innovation in guitar technology since the new tube. The first, like, <laughs> new analog component in a long time. Like, the new tube is just, like, a different version of a tube. Yeah. Like, this is, like, a brand new analog component. It's yeah. not silicone. My, my it's favorite. It's not uh, silicone. It's not silicon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> However yeah. you want to pronounce it. It's not gerna- geranium. Geranium. <laughs> it's, it's, like, carbon nano-based. Yeah, so it's uh, crazy. It works with like quantum mechanics, and I know everything works with quantum mechanics, but it did like they plan for it to work with quantum mechanics. It's it's super cool. The the f- most interesting thing, you know, I got to try out the the wave function at NAM, and uh, you know, so we're talking to Adam, and he goes, he goes, you hear the difference between that? I go, yeah, it's really drastic. He goes, that's one nanometer. Yeah. Well, it's like there's two different chips yeah. on the on the wave function. Well, they're not chips; they're just it's micro. Components. They're nanotransistors, and one of them is four nanometers thin, and, and the, the other? other one is six nanometers thin, mm-hmm. and they sound drastically different from yeah. each other. So yeah. it's like like single like measurements of nanos of whatever that is. I yeah. assume it's really super small. Makes all the difference oh in this gosh. component. Uh, yeah, so Steve head is over, shaking his head at me. <laughs> like, head on over to, I believe. Just, why did you just put this? Is, he just put this hat on my head. It's like this long cone, and it's got a D on the front of it. 
Is this supposed to mean I'm dumb? No, it means you're a dick. <laughs> uh, so head on over to nanologaudio.com. Uh, right now, the wave function is $219, and you get an additional discount with code 60, Cycle Hum. That's 15% off of $219. Uh, they lowered the price on this thing as we released the demo. It went from $300 down to $219 plus that 15% off. I don't remember what that price is, but it's under $200 after 15% off for sure. This is a lot of pedal to buy for that money. Yeah, like, I'm yeah, really impressed beast. with this thing. Go check it out. Check out our demo on YouTube if you haven't already. Nanologaudio.com. Yep. Hey, this is Ryan. And Nick. And Steve. And you're listening to Sissy Cycle Hum, the guitar buying, selling, trading, modding, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing podcast. We're joined by Nick from Prisma Guitars. Hi. <laughs> we In the pre-up, you were all chatty and just like uh, wouldn't shut up. Like, are we recording yet? Are we recording yet? And now you're like, hi. You probably what? got hella I nervous while to... we're doing like our sponsor spot. Like our professional radio bit thing. <laughs> I just uh, I heard a lot about nanometers and waves and things and <laughs> snakes and smiles. Yeah. We didn't do the snakes and smiles bit this time. Thank God. Sinusoid cables. Uh, they make cables and smiles. And sn- make and you snakes. feel like you have a snake yeah. on you. Uh, so what's new, Nick? Not much. I uh, am basically just moved shops down to... Or I'm moving all my stuff from San Francisco to SoCal, and then I'm going to go to New York and hang there for a minute and focus on, you know, getting everything even bigger and better. And then who knows after that? Who knows? Yeah. You can conquer the world. Get out uh, of that small town in San oh, Francisco, yeah. you know? And my got... hand is good again, kind of. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. You royally mess up your hand. Yeah. In that's a way I try not to think about because yeah. it like grosses me out to think about what happened to your hand. Yeah, I'm like hardly human anymore. <laughs> uh, what's new with you, Steve? We're going um, through our what's new Yeah, uh, I guess what's new with me is um, I brought back the Music Area AA31 case because we need to make a video. Everyone's going Music Area crazy right now. Yeah. It's totally bananas, and this is not the way we planned for things to go because we got a case from Nam. No, we wanted to like have this video done so that we could ride this wave, but uh, apparently Amazon fulfillment like royally screwed some people, like screwed some people before we were even aware of it. So they cut prices like down to wholesale on these cases, and everyone on, on the Facebook group jumped in on this. So well, like we, all we this got, to say, if you are not in our Facebook group right now, you, you missed out so Missed hard. out on an insane deal on guitar cases. Like these, well, ca- these cases are made by the same company that makes um, cases for a company that's named after a kissing disease. And also um, a, Ooh, a, com- know, right? a company that was copied by the brand Fendler Amps. Yes, yes. Also, they made make or made OEM cases for a company named after uh, large aquatic reptiles. Also, they made mm-hmm. cases for a company that produces the uh, Goldwing motorcycle slash scooter. Did they really? Yeah. Okay. Because they also that company also makes guitars. Oh, are are you thinking of Yamaha? 
Yeah. But I thought Goldwing was Honda. Is it Honda? I don't know. I thought it was. Ah, uh, this is where we happening. fall off the <laughs> Yeah, rails. yeah, we're re- really, we really lost it this time. But anyways, uh, we got that case from Nam, and we were like, wow, this is a really great feeling case. And then we learned about that great deal, and we're like, everyone has to know about this. Go buy these cases, because they were like 40 bucks. Yeah, they're still doing 40% off right now. It's a musicarea.cn if yeah, you want to see what it's still not as offer. cheap as it was. Not, like, as, not quite as cheap. But it's still at 40% off. This is steal on these cases. It's ridiculous. And it's been really crazy seeing everyone getting them the yeah, past week. Yeah, it's super cool. I would guess that like... 30 people in the group bought these cases. At like, least. It's bananas. Anyways, uh, this is a part of the show where you ask me what's new, Steve. What's new with you, Ryan? And then we'll finally get to talking to our guests and talking about ads and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so what's new with me is I was a special guest on my church's podcast. I helped them get set up with uh, you know figuring out how to do podcasts. And I basically was just like, just start doing it and stop asking questions and stop worrying about it. So they started doing it a while back, and I was like, hey, what are your numbers like? And they're like, oh, we could get, you know, like this many numbers. And I was like, let me come on your show. I'll get you some numbers. Which is <laughs> a totally cocky That's thing to do. That's what you said? Yeah, basically. You're a punk so ass. I'm uh I'm definitely like like pimping you guys out and cross-promoting just to get numbers over to my church's podcast. But we had a fun little discussion. We talked about churches having like major drama. And like split issues and things like that. So if uh, if you like church discussions, it's fun to listen to. We do a lot of joking. If you want to hear about drama in churches because you hate churches, it's also a fun listen. <laughs> so go check they, it out. They should have had me on. I know. You you came into the church split, but I was born oh my in the gosh. church split. But anyways, <laughs> uh, it's called Ten Steps Further. It's on iTunes. Go check it out. That's uh, my. What's new and half plug for this episode. All right, let's talk. No, no, we got one more what's new. Oh, shoot. We do have one more what's new. I almost forgot. Steve is so angry. He hit the table. I'm scared now. Anger. <laughs> okay. The brand, the other, gosh. The other we're, brand we're new thing sla- we got we're all is. We're slap happy because we have Nick here. Yeah. And we're all trying to show off for We're him, trying to be to, extra professional, but that just means we're more him. like, sa- more like a morning zoo. Oh, yeah. Usual. Uh, yeah, uh, our last <laughs> new thing is the wrought iron effects yes. slash tone mob slash, slash 60, 60 cycle hum mm-hmm. Kyber fuzz. And oh. if, you, if you've been on the internet, you've already seen me posting, me, posting demos of it and uh, everyone else talking about it since this is Monday's episode and it came out last Friday. But it's a super cool fuzz. It's got uh, like a laser sword on it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the laser sword is in reference to, but I feel like it's a laser sword with a laser hilt. I know, right? What What is you? Keep talking. Nick is bringing up something on his phone, but uh, it's a really cool fuzz. It's made to uh, be a fuzz that you can play rhythm with, like play yeah. chording with, which is a really cool concept. It kind of breaks up in like a more of like an overdrivey sort of way. Oh my gosh! <laughs> crew. I've been trying to look that up for like 30 minutes. That's why I've been so quiet. I'm like, why does the Wi-Fi in this house suck so it's bad? You're the, it's because you're, you're in the garage, dude. Yeah. But uh, uh, you should go check well, out. it was all worth it. You go check out the Kyber Fuzz. You can, you can pre-order it on the Tone Mob website on their web store thing. Uh, it's a really fun fuzz with a really fun graphic. Custom case by Ed Chu of Rod Iron Effects. Everything he does is incredible looking. So yeah, go check it out. See that demo. <laughs> hey Ryan, 
<laughs> yep. What else do you think is fun? Uh, what do I think is fun? Oh, you just said fun like twelve times. Oh, okay. <laughs> he I'm, likes that fun. Man. This is why we don't have guests on because we get all slap happy when we have guests mm. on. We get too excited. This is all your fault, Nick. It's when guys are being dudes. Yeah. Have I mentioned just... <laughs> yet that we have Nick from Prisma Guitars here with us? I think you did. Just so everyone knows and remembers. Yeah, just again. Yeah, just, just I again. like hearing it. He's still here. Nick is still here. <laughs> For not that much longer. <laughs> Dang. Just kidding. <laughs> You're just going to get up and leave. <laughs> Honestly, that was my whole thing was I wanted to come here and just like roast you guys in front of your face. Just fucking walk up, flip the, flip the mic table, and leave. I hate you guys. Only came here to say screw you. Thanks for the burrito. I'm out of here. <laughs> the joke's on you. Inner Circle paid for that. Here's, yeah, here's, here's my question. You're, you're spending a little bit of time in San Diego, coming from San Francisco, and then you're going to go to New York. Well, I'm from San Diego. Right, right. Uh, how do our burritos compare to San Francisco? Well, I'm biased because I grew up here, so obviously I like everything here. Also, like, how could you compare? Like, we could go to Mexico f- for food if we wanted to. So you're saying they're better? Yeah. That's all better. I wanted to hear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think beans and rice just don't belong in the burrito. Yeah. I also think, like, you well, cause, know. Because, like, the mission style is just, like, oh, packet full of, like, loose rice and beans and stuff. Yeah. And, like, lettuce. Yeah, I mean, like, why does that need to be there? Also, uh, they don't cook the tortilla. They don't wrap it in a way where you can hold it, like, and walk around. They wrap it in, like, a tin, like, double tinfoil layer. So you gotta, like, it's like an ice cream cone. You gotta, like, unwrap it. I need to, like, cut out just this. That's BS. I need to, like, just cut this portion of the podcast out just because, so I work in biotech. So, like, half the people I work with are from the Bay, and they're always, like, singing the praises of a mission-style burrito. No, I just need wrong. to cut this part out. They're I mean, and, like, I got to say, them. when I moved there, I was super pissed off because I didn't, I couldn't adjust to it. But then I eventually started liking it. So, I do like it. I, right. I think it's good. Like, but the way you say I couldn't adjust it, to it, like, I, I felt the anxiety in your voice. But it's I, like you, you moved from Hawaii to Alaska and couldn't adjust. No, like, no, that's I, what you went through. It's really like, it was like that to me. And I, but like, uh, I feel like the burrito is, is, uh, was it's, I treated it as its own type of food. Right, right. I didn't, I, I didn't try to be like, this was my new burrito. I just was like, oh, this is like its own thing. Right, and it was, right. it was still, it was still good. But then I, they don't make it for you either. Like on the spot, still in the, it's like Panda Express. Like what? Like, like Chipotle. The bur- wait, the burritos are pre-made? They're not pre-made. It's just like, what meat do you want? And the meat's all made and stuff. We're like, oh, okay. you know, if you go anywhere here, like you'll never find anything cooked already. Right. Which to me makes a huge difference because you're getting it made. Like, like you right order carne asada and they throw the raw meat on the on the flat. Like top. all they really do on the spot is like uh, put the cheese in and like kind of melt it a little bit. Right. And then my heart's breaking. Yeah, right it now. sucks. It, but I found a Home Depot in Colma that has like which is what? like Colma is a city. Where where is this conversation going? Hold now? on, Colma is a city. <laughs> Right Not outside Coma. of San Francisco. Coma. Coma. Right, but I'm still lost on the Home Depot thing. What's okay, Home Depot has like a taco truck outside. Oh, oh, Nick, oh, okay. Okay. Home Depot is a hardware store. I know what Home Depot is. That's why I'm confused. <laughs> there's a taco truck outside called Kelly's Deli. And this woman 
makes legit brie dress there nice and i like like socal style and i was so excited when i found that out because well, i go to home depot every day so socal like, style perfect. is really just like uh like mexican people actually make this yeah <laughs> no but mexican people make the mission style burritos too it's just weird they like it that yeah, way but they're making them for san francisco people which are i don't even know if that's true i feel like we could track like the lineage down because i watch listen to another podcast how I don't built... ruin my my i'm gonna ruin this san francisco by hyping up another one how, <laughs> oh, dang. how i built this by npr <laughs> I was watching that listening hey, to the Chipotle. If we're getting burned by NPR, I'll take it. <laughs> I was listening to the Chipotle guy like talking about how he made Chipotle and he's like, I basically went to San Francisco and I just copied the taqueria there. And I was yeah. like, Really? Like that's like that's awful. Yeah, that's really terrible. <laughs> I was dude. like, I'm that's sure really like not a nice you thing should, that you did. I mean, I'm you sure. shouldn't tell people this story, <laughs> yeah, right? I'm, I'm sure too that with that there's there's a regionality where like in San Diego sure. we just get the Baja crossover, but it, I'm, I'm, I would guess in the Bay, they're probably getting it from like a different region yeah. of Mexico. Cause I'll, you know, we, we sometimes forget that Mexico's kind of a huge country with a massive population yeah, yeah. Huge. and different food styles across the entire yeah. country. So. Well, even like, uh, we're talking about all this stuff and at the end of the day, it's like my girlfriend's Mexican and like, they don't even really like, they eat like plates and stuff, you know, like all these like other things were like, not even like, we don't even know about all these dishes that oh, they're yeah. eating like we're talking about just burritos they're like uh we don't even eat burritos yeah they like, don't eat burritos <laughs> <in Mexico. laughs> or maybe i mean i'm sure they whatever they, eat, this, they eat the stuff that's inside them they just have them with other dishes you know they have them in tacos and burritos stuff. should just sponsor this yeah the the burrito council of yeah. america is that a thing no it should be though all right also, oh. we're like all super white guy. We're like, we love California burritos. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not even real Mexican. Dude, know, that's right? not even real Mexican and, and food and in and the Bay. We it, like California burritos. Like, wait, what is that? You guys, that's not Mexican. Oh, food. you know, that's just real potato. Uh, real uh, Mexican food. Uh, burritos <laughs> with French fries in it. You two with your freaking like not even California burrito orders. Ryan with his, I want a California burrito. No guacamole. I said no, no sour, sour cream. cream. I said no sour. And cream. then Nick over here. I want a California sour cream, no guacamole, no pico de gallo. I'm like, I, am I ordering Cali's for the two whitest people in San Diego? Hey, when you put pico de gallo in a burrito, everyone knows that it has a little bit of a cold spot mm-hmm. inside that's the true, burrito. That's true. That's true. And mm-hmm. it but why gets no it guac? Like a little bit too juicy at the bottom. You just, do you do just not like guac? No, that's smart. Uh, I'm just not big on it as much as everyone else i think sour uh, cream is my thing all right, all right. i <laughs> i am repulsed by sour cream really i can handle guac but i i don't i'm not in love with it i put sour cream on everything you know what san diego lacks actually that san francisco has a lot of and i know that there probably is one here bridges <laughs> sourdough salvadorian food pupusas. Oh, oh. Oh, pupusas. Okay. I've had pupusas, pupusas but I don't. Are good. But not recently enough to remember. Exactly but there's like what more. Like you get two pupusas, yeah. that coleslaw stuff that you pour on it with the hot sauce, and then you get like plantains. Is rice this going to be this whole this episode? Is this talking about Mexican? Food? I mean, I didn't come here to talk about guitars. Honest with you, you talk about guitars all you the time. You said I'm getting you a burrito. What do you want? And I was like, oh, sick. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's I mean, tackle our first ad here. And then we'll get into just talking all about you, Nick, and all your deal, all your stuff. Okay. Just it'll be the Nick, 
Nick Hour. Just talk about Nick the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, this is guitar banjo stand. Outrageous. I, f- I found this. Yeah. Find- I actually did some Craigslisting in the last week or so and found some things. Did you see my guitar that's on Craigslist right now? You put a guitar on Craigslist? I should have put that on my What's New, but I didn't. Maybe I'll do it next episode. Uh, yeah. This is guitar banjo stand. Outrageous. One of a kind guitar stand handmade by Foggy Mountain Forge in British Columbia. This unique piece of art would be superb for an electric guitar. <laughs> PRS dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing detail. Check out the snake at the dragon's tail. The rebar, the rebar like uh, like vertical <laughs> beam that they welded in. Yeah, this the snake at the dragon's tail. That looks like dumb. It looks terrible. This whole thing to me looks terrible in a really bad way. It looks like the kind of like. I'm going to paint a picture of the type of person. It looks better with the guitar than the banjo. That's true. <laughs> but it still doesn't look great. Like the you type of, like, on. this would go in the house of someone who's like an aunt in her mid-50s, doesn't really have a good sense of style. I kind of like it. But it's kind of like was gothic in her teens. You I kind of like it. You like this? I mean, for 550 that's kind of a steal. For, you think it's a steal for five fifty? dollars It's made out of steel. <laughs> but like... The the wings and everything, the copper I, wings. I hate that the wings are copper. They uh, look like seaweed. A lot of work went into this. I they can look tell. like kelp. The he, the, the head. This is, might be a one of a kind piece, though. No, this is definitely one of a kind. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. only there's only got to be one of these. No one does this twice. I <laughs> think every Prisma guitar will come with this. Oh my gosh! <laughs> now, you're gonna build a guitar in tribute to this. I don't yeah. even feel like I can roast this at this point. I feel like you guys. I feel like the most, guys are on most, your of the work, here. most of the work went into the face of the dragon. Because it's like a three-dimensional thing with nostrils and a bunch of teeth and a tongue. That's and cast. Eye sockets and like ears and these horns. And then the rest of the body is just a bent piece of rebar. You know who this is for? And then it's got legs and, a, and feet. You know who this is for? Who is this for? Harry Hamlin. Who's Harry Hamlin? He played uh, uh, the dude... The dude with the shield, Perseus, in the original Clash of the Titans. Oh. Because <laughs> that's what this looks like. is an animatronic from freaking totally. Clash of the Titans. Oh, yeah, totally. In does. 1981. Or it kind of looks like uh, one of those creatures from, like, Nightmare Before Christmas or something. Yeah, yeah, with, like, the skinny arms. Mm-hmm. This, this definitely would, does this look would, better with the guitar. This would definitely be worth more if it was commissioned by Tim Burton. Yeah, honestly, like, this person should just take the guitar part off and just sell the sculpture. Actually, I would be actually, for that. No. I would be for that. Like banging a weird garden sculpture. I still really. I if would you wings, put this in your front yard, Ryan? If it was just no a garden way, sculpture? no way. If, if the wings were black, I would like this more. Honestly, I don't know who the hell's gonna buy this, but uh, it just like belongs in like a really specific castle home. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely have to have a castle themed home. Yeah, you have to have tapestries. Uh, and like stacked blocks of stone, <laughs> and like a like a place for archers to hang out and shoot arrows from. Yeah, I have no idea. But it also is huge. This looks huge, right? Like, yeah, look how does. far off the ground the guitar is. You have to go look at the 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 picture links in the episode description right now to see this thing. The guitar looks like it's easily like two feet off the ground, and then the dragon extends another two feet above it. Or maybe a foot and a half above it or something like that. It just takes up a ton of space. Or like if someone loves Game of Thrones, maybe this is the stand. Yeah, this is... I don't know any Games of Thrones 
like inside jokes. So Neither I, do I've I. got nothing. All you need to know. I just know that people like it a lot. I yes. know people say winter is coming. But there's oh. like no winter joke here with this guitar All you stand. really need to know about Game of Thrones is that that show is all about incest. Okay, that doesn't help Sail. this ad either. It doesn't. It doesn't help. Ooh, things just got a little weird. Just saying. <laughs> just keeping it. But like a normal real. guitar stand, the guitar is sitting almost on the ground. And then the top of the guitar stand ends somewhere mid neck on the guitar. Like this thing has the guitar way up off the ground, and then the head of the dragon is way above the headstock of the guitar. I feel like. It's just way too much to have in a house. You might as well have a wall hanger at this point. It's taking up too much space is what I'm saying. It's ugly and it takes up too much space. And it's too expensive. I don't think anyone cares that it takes up too much space. If they, if they buy that, they're like, I want it to be bigger and better. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do want it to be bigger. <laughs> Who made this? Can I have another? <laughs> they're, mad, they're mad that the dragon isn't like big enough for them to sit on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be even more elaborate like what if the stand like held, like was the dragon that held the guitar but its tail like wrapped around and turned into like a seat that you sat on to play oh the guitar gosh. i feel like and then like on the other side and then on the other side there's like the the arms of the dragon hold your amplifier for you yeah oh. like something like a whole kit and you're like wow this is, like this is all i need for my jam space is like this one piece and like Yes, I'll pay like it holds everything. $3,500. And then like the tail, the tail like loops around and you build your pedal board on it. <laughs> yeah, like something just like to keep it going. And, and then there's outlets a few different places on the back of the dragon to plug into. Yeah, and there's like a sinusoid cable running through the cast metal. Oh my God. <laughs> so literally nothing ever has to be adjusted. <laughs> you just walk in the room. There's a giant metal dragon that's holding your guitar and your amp and your pedals. You don't and even you're just ready to go. Actually, it's holding it sideways too, so you don't even have to have like a strap or anything. Yeah, you just walk up. You just walk up it. to it and play it, and then walk away. It's like holding the guitar sideways, so you have to like duck in between its arms, and it's like the dragon is holding you and the guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it. it it's like snuggling you. <laughs> that's the ultimate dream here to get snuggled by a dragon. While you play guitar. <laughs> well, do we, have we anything need to else? find this artist. Because <laughs> we have some serious if ideas was, to throw at it. If this was 550 bucks, this this contraption we've just come up with is going to cost like 10 grand. It's more than the guitar. Yeah, I think that's the biggest problem with this It looks like ad. a cheap Yamaha. That's got to be like a $200 guitar, right? I'm throwing shade at Yamaha right now. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe, three, maybe two fifty. I don't know. I mean, it's no gold wing, right? No, it's not. Copper wing. It's a copper wing. The dragon has <laughs> copper wings. Did we ever figure out if it's Yamaha or Honda that makes a gold wing? I'm pretty no. sure it's maybe the guys trying Honda. to like show that Is any he... guitar looks even better held by a stand, held by a dragon. Yeah. He did have a banjo in there. Do you think ban- Do you think banjo players? That just is a seems market like, for this? No, that that's no, why it I was is saying. Honda. That's why I think it's just a lot of. I knew it was Honda. <laughs> My dad owned a Goldwing. I knew it was Honda. <laughs> Dad's owned Goldwings. That's a fact. I feel like uh, what really should be happening is there should be like some super heavy metal guitar being held. Yeah, by the it should have like, like no a, banjo guy's gonna want this. sponsored by. Or Gwar. maybe they would because like folk art or something. It's folk art. 
people aren't into dragons like this. That's this what is I like figured. very goth and scary looking. Uh, is that scary to you? I'm afraid. You're not afraid of that Are dragon? Are you going to have a nightmare tonight? If that dragon was alive, you wouldn't be afraid of it, Steve. You'd be afraid of that dragon. It's kind of skinny. I think I could fight it. Snakes are skinny. I think I could fight a snake. (laughs) Well, joke's on you, because I have a snake right here. (coughs) Whoa! Oh my gosh, it's fighting Steve! Steve is fighting fighting (laughs) Steve! Steve is losing! The snake is beating Steve! So I'm the new host <laughs> of the show. Steve has been replaced by Nick, who just murdered Steve with a snake. That joke's on you right now. <laughs> All right, let's 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 talk about you, Nick. We've done this ad to death, I think. Uh, I could go on. I don't know if I've introduced Nick yet. This is Nick from Prisma Guitars. Go look at Prisma, Prisma Guitars. They're very famous on the Discovery Channel right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did the How It's Made show. That's beautiful. So everyone can watch it and copy us. <laughs> <laughs> when you did the, when you did, did the show, did they preface it with "We'd like to do some stuff on your brand"? After you, we make after we release this, you'll never be able to keep up with demand. Uh, I mean, they. What do you mean? Like they did they say a lot of people were going to see it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they were like, we're on twelve different countries, a hundred million people, or like whatever. Damn. They said a hundred million people viewership. And I actually said, they asked me to do this show like like three other times or two other times. And I said no all the times. So. Oh my gosh. Because I was like, I don't want to tell people how I do this. <laughs> but now I feel like my brand is like at a point where it was okay to like release these secrets. Yeah, if anyone and does. it's not even a secret. If you right. know how to woodwork at all, like you could figure it out. But like. Well, I, I don't. So it's, I'm going to watch this episode and I'm going to well, steal your a, brand. It's established that like you're the guy who does it this way like there's been other companies that make guitars out of skateboard wood but it's always like oh they strapped a neck to a piece of a skateboard body and they might have like reinforced it with something else like you're like repurposing skateboard wood and then making like legit guitars out of it right well my goal was never to like make like a skateboard guitar i i know that people might think it's like like my whole thing to be like as core sure i I don't know whatever niche product thing i mean really i i started this company accidentally because i just wanted to do this for myself so when i turned 18 i just want i was like you know what you know you have nothing better to do when you're 18 i'm gonna just give this a shot because i've seriously no job and no so so much time and i have tools and things so i i just like went for it and i made a Telecaster out of skateboards and it wasn't out of regular skate like whatever skateboards it was out of skateboards that I rode and my brother rode and my mm. friends rode and stuff that we just had at the house and to me I was like this is cool like this is like a cool story but I don't like the like kitschiness of like that you know, of like sure. skateboard guitar or whatever so I my whole thing was like it can't look at all like a skateboard right. you know right. like I have to go as far away from that as possible like i just need to use the wood for the visual impact like but that's the, the reason which why, is the like yeah. the colors that come yeah. with it that's the know? reason why it works though is because it's not like uh skateboard it's like what is this like beautiful like color, colorful explosion i'm looking at 
And then you find out like this is wood that came from skateboards because skateboards are made out of you know layers of yeah. you know like dyed wood. Yeah, and it's maple in skateboards, right? Yeah, it's hard rock maple. So, so it has like this beautiful like kind of like glistening quality to it when it's yeah cut. some of it's like completely like flamed out and yeah. like you can tell like some you can i know the companies now that like use better glue and mm-hmm. i know the companies now that use better uh you know ply material like when they press the boards and like what companies have certain colors and what companies have other colors you know so I, I've learned a lot about <laughs> the construction of a skateboard and what it does to, or like its tendencies, like when you're like using it as hmm. a material. But like the main thing was like, okay, we're, we're not like, we're creating a material first, then we're going to make a guitar, you know, like right. we're not making a guitar out of skateboards. Like we're creating a material block and mm-hmm. then we're going to make a guitar. So that's really that first part of that is like the part that was the challenge I had to figure out. And, you know, ultimately now we can do like all these different things where, you know, you've seen it where we cut it one way and it's like striped and we cut it another way and it's tie dye colored and we cut it another way. And it's, you know, I can like legitimately cut the boards, you know, into slices, glue it up again and then cut it at an angle like and alternate when I glue it up, like alternate the patterns. Like you can do so much shit. Like uh-huh. I haven't even touched the surface of like patterns that can be created. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, there's like some I really in. haven't. Like I already know what I want to do. It's just like I haven't had the time to like sit there and glue up these blocks. Yeah, uh, but you can create like you know like I I've done like a couple test samples. You know when like you like shoot like a heat gun at something and it's all like crazy. Imagine like that heat gun like look when, or not a heat gun, sorry he, binoculars like thermal binoculars. Okay, yeah. okay, I, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm I really bad at this. I get what you're saying now, like infrared <laughs> thermal, or something. Like that. Infrared, yeah, yeah. yes, that's what it's called. Infrared like predator vision. Yeah, that stuff. Imagine that, but like really glitchy looking. Yeah, like I could create that basically if I wanted to, and I've done samples for it. It's just like to create enough to do for an entire top. Which actually isn't like that much material. It's just more like a huge process. Um, and oh, this I, is mine. Steve is pouring his beer. <clears throat> you know, we'll get there. But like, that's the stuff to like watch out for. And like nowadays, like with with the companies out, it's like I, I'm totally uh kind of pushing for these other models. Like we have that Sunset Series mm-hmm. one, which I brought a couple here. Yeah, we were looking at those. They're really fantastic. It's it's honestly like. I just love that shape and how you've you've handled it, like the the backwards, uh, like offset sort of thing. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, I basically like the the sun the sunset series is like my my baby of like you know we I just drew this shape out. I uh, my goal was to like kind of show people like. Because I did the thing where I used boards for everything, right? Right. Where I'm like, there's boards here and boards here. We made the neck out of boards. We did the inlay with boards. We did the knobs with boards. Like, everything. <laughs> it's like, wow, look at all that. And it's crazy. And, like, that stuff's super cool. And, like, there's a customer for that. And, like, uh, I love making it, you know? But I also think, like, there is a guy who just wants, like, to be a part of the brand who, like, maybe doesn't want to be, like, uh, that loud visually on sure. stage or something like 
he wants just like a more traditional looking guitar like something like paying homage like we made mm-hmm. like i made to like pay homage to like fender and these companies yeah. you no, know they've definitely been like i i think <clears throat> we first saw your stuff maybe two or three years I, it was probably just me i like think it was three, when you went to Cowerfest. like the first time mm-hmm. i went to Cowerfest three years ago yeah. i think was when we met and um and i that was the first time i tried a prisma guitar fantastic and I started hyping, trying to hype it up, and there, there were definitely people right off the bat like, "This was when you were doing um, all of the tie dye, kind of like tie dye looking yeah. stuff, where it's like flat, and it's just you know you you sandwich everything vertically, basically yeah. like in a in a vertical orientation, and then you'd have kind of like the bursting, right? Yeah. And and there were people who were like, "Oh, I don't know, like it's just kind of like it's so bright." And I'm like, "But it plays fantastic. Who cares?" And so I, there definitely is like a market for like I guess traditionalists like you would say who, who I mean it's a fantastically mm-hmm. well built guitar, but not everybody can do like the the color changes and everything. That being said, I showed I you know gearing up for this I showed some of your guitars to some of my coworkers today, who aren't guitar players, right. and they're just like mind blown yeah. at like <laughs> just the different color patterns and everything. And and uh, I showed them some of the ones that were the the I guess I would say like the the horizontal orientation where it's just all the ply yeah, going yeah, yeah. across the body. I'd and, call it like cortisone. Uh, um, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean that makes sense. Yeah. And so you know, I, I showed that to some of my coworkers, and and I mean, I think to people who understand her, who maybe don't understand aesthetics, but but appreciate something that looks good and that that takes effort, like it makes perfect sense to them that that these are like high-end guitars the problem is with the guitar players like we're so traditional and we're so like fixated on like we want to look a certain way and to be oriented with a certain type of music style or a certain type of playing right uh on in the live no uh, sure you know i think that was the biggest thing i i'm sitting here like like you know i was like 20 years old or something like thinking about starting a company like and i mean i don't know what i'm about to deal with but then i started realizing like that people didn't like for things to be different like everyone was so used like everything in guitar world is like trying more and more to be old right right nobody's trying like to do new stuff and if they are they're going like way too far with it yeah yeah so it's like I was, I'm not trying to really do anything like crazy. And when you do think about like the way my stuff was even constructed and people had their like ways of complaining and I was just like, well, look at this. Like, yeah, our, the skateboard neck that we make where it's like that vertical, uh, I mean that quarter uh, pressed board material. And then we like, uh, laminate or then like, you know, and then there's a truss rod and then we put the fingerboard and everything and the way it's all glued together and like built it's like so sturdy and so strong and people argue with me like that there's no way it could sound good and then I'm like well play it and then it does sound good or I or if they can't play it I'll just be like well you know this is hard rock maple yeah what's your guitar's neck made out of yeah now it is hard rock maple same thing and then when you because that's what skateboards are and then when you when people argue about the construction, I'm like, well, Martin has been making laminated necks like with, you know, you've seen those necks uh-huh, on the Martin uh-huh. guitar where it's like a million layers, like glued yeah. up. It's like, that's the same thing. 
Yeah, totally. It's the same thing. And like, that's one of the companies that you, I know, respect because you're like some old timer. Some old timer. And I had to sit here and figure out how to like argue with all these people. And like, it's not like I was lying. I was just well, like, I think how argu- do I find my points yeah. to like validate myself? Right. There's a, I think and, the argument is over the moment someone picks up one of your guitars. It was like Steve was telling, because he met you first and he got to play your guitars first. And he's like, yeah, it's really cool. It's made out of skateboard wood. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll see. Like the first time I picked one up, I was like, this isn't a gimmick. And this isn't, you know, just a look. Like you're making guitars that are, uh, they're completely worth their value as built guitars before you even consider like all the extra work you go to to make the material that you work with. Like yeah, you're, that's it's, th- it's not just style it's it's, stu- it's substance you're making like really good guitars yeah and that's a crazy thing that like a lot of people don't realize and it goes back to that like creating a material thing it's like skateboards sure i, I get them donated for free but it's like not a material yet. I've, i still have yeah. to sit there it takes me like three or four days to produce the blank yeah the yeah, I haven't even started. Yeah. Have you ever thought like, about? I used. Wait, let me. I used to skate when I was yeah. when I was young and and, and spry and heel after I, I tried fall. once, almost died. Uh, <laughs> and I've I've you know changed grip tape on skateboards and yeah. pulled the old grip tape off and put the new grip tape down. Yeah. That's a pain in the butt. And I've seen the videos of you just like, oh, we just gonna pull the tape off of all these decks and then we have to, you know, like yeah. get them all cleaned up and and you know press them all together. Like you're it's gotta take a ton of skateboards to make a guitar. It actually depends. I mean like I can do it as few as four. But to, still like But like, that's just for a top. Just for right. the top. Yeah. It's like pulling all that tape, doing all the prep to make them clean enough to work with. Like you're, it's a major undertaking. No, it's it's pretty awful. I mean, like I like I keep doing it for the the end result, you know. Right. But that beginning process, like I'll never like I've learned to like to pull grip tape. I've actually like learned to like it. Is it Have like a ever, satisfying thing? Like popping it's not a, satisfying. A it's something. just like <laughs> it's, it's not satisfying. It's just like kind of meditating i just do it outside and i play music and it's like not a crazy thing there's no tool noises sure you know because like i sit in a shop all day it's like loud 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 and then like that's like the one thing that i do where it's like super quiet mm-hmm. besides even sanding is like loud right like even if you're doing it by hand it's like you're like yeah like it's quiet kind of but like there's this repetitive noise going on where like i can legitimately just sit in like outside and hear nothing like except the outside world while i pull this and like that's okay like i i've learned to like that it's like doing all the other prep like taking the paint off and like right like that is the worst thing you're literally making like all this there's like all this chemicals and Uh, actually i actually never thought about that yeah that like so on the top of a deck you've got the graphics you've got the grip tape or i guess like on like the surface like the writing surface you've got grip tape but on the bottom side, you've got the graphics. Well, and then there's also the adhesive that gets left over from the grip tape. Yeah. So there's like so much stuff to deal with before you even get to like press yeah. it. And then you press it and even that's kind of annoying. Why like, did you come up with this stupid thing that you're doing to yourself? <laughs> Just build regular guitars. <laughs> well, we're doing both now. So that's the next thing. I mean, we're talking about like what's going on with me. It's like that's kind of what I'm doing right now too. It's like because I, I – yeah, look, I'm always going to make like skateboard guitars because like this is how I started and it's mm-hmm. cool and I like it. And 
uh, people are know about me through that. Right. And like, I think that it's all part of the branding and stuff. And, um, but that being said, like I'm moving away from shapes that are like similar to other companies. I'm trying really hard, like as a designer to create my own shapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I have a few that I feel really good about and, and I I feel like those are ones I'm going to offer like without the option of having the skateboards because I've built now I think you know just a handful but I just like people have been asking for them without the boards like people yeah. put in orders without the boards of certain shapes like we have our Matsonia shape that we released at Nam that we made it's kind of like a, a crossbreed between like an sg telecaster and jaguar right. right so it's like all that stuff combined yeah and people will go for it they really do like and like you know we so much so that we like have like they're gonna put it on uh on a cover premiere nice guitar oh, wow. and uh with but i think it's part of like the nam thing sure but but uh still Really cool. And then... Uh, People and seem to be open to new shapes right now in this part of... Well, because how like many Telecasters, Stratocasters yeah. do we need in the world? But I, th- I feel like people like our age <clears throat> and our scene are like... There's a mentality of like, if I can get a, a shape that's different, but I still like it, then it's like kind of like having my own like custom model sort of thing. Or like, that's my guitar. Right. You know, that's well, my that's guitar. how I it's feel. The, is the Matsonia, is that the one that you had at NAMM that was like, it's not butterscotch and it's not TV yellow, it's kind of in between? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that and thing I made was that, beautiful. Yeah, and I made that without boards to show right, like, right. to show like how we can do it if we just wanted to do a traditional thing. Mm-hmm. And like so many people were like like stunned by that guitar. Yeah, I know? was one Everyone of them. Everyone was picking that one up. And I'm like, okay, well, like, see, like, my plan worked, you know? Like, <laughs> uh, and it's like, the goal was basically like, all right, we're trying to create a unique shape. That doesn't mean let's go crazy with the pencil here, but like, that means let's take elements from things that everyone likes mm-hmm. and let's create something unique that is somewhat familiar. And what I ended up with was a thing that I almost had to double check and be like, did I just like copy something? <laughs> right, right. And I was like, wait, no, I didn't. And I it, like it, checked again and I was like, no, this is my own shape. You know, like yeah, that's it crazy. Just, and it definitely I, has that vibe because I remember after It looks I, like you've seen it forever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, and it, like I feel like that's the ultimate like, damn, like this is just like kind of what we all wanted. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, it looks fifty years old. <laughs> yeah. But then you're like, I it. Wait, Prisma was a brand fifty years ago. Like, <laughs> what's going on? So that was the that was the thing, <clears throat> and I feel super happy. Like that, you know, that's the the way everything's going. Because now I can kind of, you know, have the skateboard ones and have this, and Prisma can just be a brand, yeah, like I mean. a guitar brand. Because like we're showing you, like we're guitar makers. We're, or I guess it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> But like, you know, I'm a guitar maker. I keep saying we as a company. I'm like, yes, like I but I do like everything, you know. Right, right. I did all the branding. Like I took all the photos almost, you know. Like just recently I started having buddies like shoot photos and things, but like I was doing everything. Like uh but um yeah, so this is like uh the way I feel like 
everything needs to go uh and it makes me feel good so there you go there cool. it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, should we jump into the next ad? Let's do it. We, we're not going to have... I don't think we're going to have time to do the last ad. That's all right. We might not even have time to do the next topic. Yeah, we'll see where we get. Dude, yeah. this could go uh, on forever yeah. if you want it. We didn't this, even talk about you your... you have limits? We didn't even talk about your horribly mangled hand. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I cut my fingers off, everyone listening. How long are you going to be here tonight? Yeah, we... Uh, we how we, long you want? We usually record a second episode. <laughs> cool. So next episode, we'll talk about your... We'll just have a whole segment talking about your horribly mangled hand. And we'll put up Ugh. pictures of everything. You know, like, oh my awesome. I <laughs> purposely didn't take any photos of that. I God closed my you. eyes the entire I time. I was like... L- I, I gave it one look. I looked at my hand, saw it was bleeding, saw there was... You know, my finger was not completely cut off. You've already said too much. It, it was... It was bad. It was like, bad. You explained to me your injuries at NAM, and I was, like, wincing, like, I don't want to know too much, even though I asked. I, I just remember flipping my hand over, like, from looking at the top of my hand to looking at the bottom of my hand, and when I did that, oh, no. my finger just <laughs> fell off. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, gosh. Oh. All right, all right, let's talk about this Tune, tune in next episode to hear more about Nick's hey, feet. No just, one's going to listen. So, just for everyone listening, that just shows you I'm, like, seriously the most hardcore builder. <laughs> Uh, this is a. <laughs> you didn't cut your fingers off to make guitars. You just cut them off by accident, right? You know, like, it's not like you like suffering for your art. Like I'm gonna cut my fingers off so I can make better guitars. <laughs> it works. It worked for Van Gogh. Oh man. Uh, this, I, I I'm trying that. to move us forward. <laughs> Somebody work with me. There was just too much blood, man, to move forward. <laughs> uh, this next ad was sent by Lucas Rivers. It's a Volkswagen Garage Master. Uh, this was, I don't know, there's a bunch of words here that I don't care about. Basically, here's what you need to know. A few years ago... Um, By like, you mean like a decade. Was it that long? It was a long time ago, dude. Uh, First Act Guitars and Volkswagen teamed up to do a bunch of commercials with John Mayer plugging this guitar into a Volkswagen Beetle. And maybe some other people, I don't know. I know Slash did one. Uh the only thing out of this ad that's worth anything is it says the guitar has a built-in distortion box. Why don't all rock guitars have this? Because that's dumb. Also, Unless it's cool. Yeah. Sometimes it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I know I know a couple companies that do that. Uh, hit me up if you want to know. Steve um, has a secret. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I don't know. I don't want to talk about this, but what I do want to talk about is um, if you could have a guitar... <laughs> that was um dude the gang sign thing <laughs> the the, the right, trash rod cover is two hands doing a vw gang sign um the so okay Whoa, random, random. knobs those are sick yeah the knobs are cool i feel like it's worth getting this guitar just to harvest those knobs yeah. and put them on a cooler guitar random aside did you ever figure out what that microphone brand was no Okay. Yeah, we won't um, talk about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the real t- the real question here is if you could have a guitar that was designed to look like a car or to like go with a car or like a car brand, what would it be? Mm, Benz. Benz. Really? Well, like the part so, of the, what would that guitar look like? So, it, part of the story with this is that these guitars came with like new Beatles or Jettas or something like that. So no, would you? Yeah, I think would it you just want, came with a car. Yeah, yeah. So if you, I think around like me? and like the the the, uh, the stereo <laughs> hey, system. Wait, what? The, the stereo <laughs> system. Down. The no. stereo system of the car that came with had a quarter inch jack. What? And yeah, you would so, plug the guitar. So this into was it. maybe like two thousand five. Where so, are those cars? No. This, so this is like pawn shops hanging up next to Dean's and stuff like that. 
Oh my gosh. So yeah. like, so like <laughs> no, around, I don't know, 2000, I don't know where 2005, are. 2006, somewhere in there, Volkswagen was selling the, the new Beetle with these guitars because the whole thing was at their, um, their radio in the car had an aux jack. I already said that. Yeah, but you said it wrong. Oh, okay, okay. So oh, you would get the guitar. You get the guitar, you would get a, a quarter inch to eighth inch cable or whatever oh, to I plug understand. into the radio. Mm. And then you could play the guitar out of your car. That was the whole gimmick. I understand. Okay. Well, it was just a marketing thing. So, like, what I'm getting at is, I love it. If you had a, <laughs> if you had a Benz themed guitar, would you buy a Benz to get it with it? Like, you have a matching car guitar, who, and situation? like, who would be the manufacturer for this Benz guitar? Oh, that's a good question. You know those would like old you? diesel Benz. Guitar, the three hundred guitars. <laughs> I'm like pretending it's real from the from the eighties. I don't Those know ones anything that are like really boxy. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Okay, like low to the ground. Yeah, it's like the three hundred, the three hundred D. Yeah, those are sick. Like a guitar based off of those cars would be really cool. What would that? And guitar my friend be? has a mustard yellow one, and like oh, it's damn. like it has a brown hood. It's like a mustard yellow car, but then has like a brown hood. I'm laughing, but I would drive he salvaged this. the hood off of another car, and it's like that would be like. The the torque guard on the yellow nice. guitar and then like oh, the little mercedes symbol maybe uh this is a stretch but like maybe you could like make the pickup route round and then put the mercedes symbol in there and like you could have tim mcnally like wind like some crazy oh you're just gonna have tim do it huh yeah have some <laughs> crazy like uh hey, tim how's it going and he'd just be like Sorry, I'm gonna send you some. I'm gonna send you something in the mail. Turn it into a pickup. He opens up a box and it's just the, the hood ornament owns. from a Mercedes. Yeah. Dude, I feel like I do that to him, like without realizing it like, all the time. I'm just like, dude. So uh, I have this idea. The <laughs> problem. The problem. He's with like, I don't do that, yeah, the, <laughs> but he always does it for me. <laughs> I think I won this business deal. <laughs> the problem with Canadians is they're just so like, sorry. I can't do that right away. Is he Canadian? It'll, it'll be yeah. six weeks. I never realized. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah dude, he, we've talked to him like over and over again about customs and shipping prices between the United States and Canada. Jeez. I'm going to roast Tim's fit right now. When I, <laughs> <laughs> when I went to Nam last year, I met Tim in person for the first time. It's like really weird. You to shared me. a booth with him. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Uh, but I'd never met him in real life. Like, I've talked to him for years, like uh-huh. on email and stuff. Right. I bought stuff from him for years. But I never, like, and I knew what he looked like from, like, a couple photos. But, like, it's not like I, like, lurked his personal life or anything. Right, right. So then, like, when he showed up, he was in, like, a red sweater with, like, this kind of, like, uh, what are those hats called that are, like, like, like the Bullock or, like, the Kingle, like, the little, yeah. like, the Newsy hat? Uh, yeah, like those. I think that's what. Yeah, you yeah. Mean. Where yeah, like yeah. where like buttons down in the yeah, front. Yeah, he had like one of those, and then I was like, didn't think anything of it. Next, how did you figure out what hat he was talking about? I just know uh, hats, dude. Next oh. day, why do you think I was like grunging after that freaking snapback trucker hat for so long? You love hats, I guess. Yeah. All yeah. right, sorry to interrupt. It's all good. The story sucks. Next day. <laughs> Next day, he comes back to the show. He's wearing the same thing. Next day, he comes back to the show. He's wearing the same thing. And like then, top to bottom, same thing. Yeah, like top to bottom, same thing. And he like kind of always was in the same like even mental state and everything. 
And uh, even when I read his emails now, like I just think of him in that outfit. And like also <laughs> he randomly like posts a photo where he's like holding the pickup and the pickup's in focus, but he's like out of focus in the back. And all I see is the blurred out color red and then like the gray hat and i'm like dude you like never take that off no here's here's the thing you're like a cartoon character here's the thing he changed (laughs) he changed clothes every day but he's got multiple sets of i like to think that i thought about that he's like batman you know i hope he's listening he's got a closet full of just the same suit like the same outfit it's so crazy i was like damn like i might be wrong here but like is this all you have. <laughs> like, did you like fly here with like one thing? <laughs> like you're like, oh, checking a bag was like too much. <laughs> well, you're packing stuff to Nam, whatever you can like, whatever space you can spare. Oh my yeah, gosh. true. So, Steve, what would your car guitar combo be? I don't know, man. I'm a I am a Fender Telecaster guy at my core, like that body and everything. Boo. What car goes with that? Ford Bronco, the 1970s big Bronco. Okay. Uh, I think that's what I'm going to go so with. So would you get one to, to match their Steve's signature? You know, I want to do, uh, my, you know, the Steve's signature is red with white trim. But I'm thinking if we want to do, stick with the, the, the Ford Bronco thing, it's got to be like a brown body with a cr- with all cream uh plastics okay so would you get a guitar that's that's brown and cream then i don't i don't know if i personally would but I <laughs> you know what else is a cool guitar or a cool car what car guitar uh a cool car is those land cruisers yeah yeah that's the one that's not existent anymore right but yeah it's, it's uh like a, it's now like the toyota fj but it like the old land cruisers are like really cool and they're like super desirable yeah 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 those are super yeah, cool. Yeah, it's weird because there's like Land Cruiser. So there's a Toyota Land Cruiser, and then it became like the FJ Land Cruiser. Now Toyota just produces it as the Toyota FJ. I don't know if they still make it. But that, yeah, that's a, that, those What does are that dope. one look like? It's just like a big ass SUV. No, oh, yeah. it kind of looks like, uh, I know that this is like a really bad way to explain it because it's not accurate. But like to me, it, remind, <laughs> it reminds me of like, I went to Australia and like all the cars kind of looked like that. Right. It looks like something like you can just like drive on any terrain. Right. And like it might have like a scuba muffle. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the old Land Cruiser is like, is, is boxy. Like the 70s Land Cruiser is, is more that? boxy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the old one. Yeah. It's kind of like a, like a different version kinda, of the Land Rover. It, yeah, yeah. Or it looks like in between the Land Rover and like a G Wagon. Oh, that one's crazy yeah. looking. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that one's neat. Okay. Yeah, I'm done with that. I just like the boxy cars. Yeah. What car would you pick, Ryan? Oh, thank you for asking, Steve. Finally. Uh It'd be like a hard edit because we had like 20 minutes of silence of just like waiting for you to ask that. Shut up. All right. So I paused it for a sec. Complete transparency here. But anyways, uh, we for were... For 20 minutes? We were, we were talking about... We're talking about burritos and I paused. <laughs> we are talking about... <laughs> I think I would want my first car that I had when I was a teenager into my 20s. That blue thing? I want a Dodge Caravan, a uh-huh. 1991 Dodge Caravan. And what, what, uh, what uh, Nick and I decided is that we would pair it with like a Vox Phantom style guitar. 
but I'm trying to think of like what the styling would be. It would definitely be like, like have like this rust thing going on where like the, it's got like a light blue baby blue paint that's like flaking off in a, yeah. in a bad way, like not in a cool looking way. <laughs> so and so, somehow has rust underneath it or like just dirty looking wood. <laughs> but then like, it's yeah, gotta no, be it's, really, Oh, and the pick guard should, I, this is what, this isn't what my minivan looked like, but this would be the perfect pairing is if the pit guard was like that awful worn out wood panel. I was like going to say, the I, fake I wood really, did your minivan have wood panel? No, it didn't. But like, you know what I'm talking about? Like the old, like, like yeah. Dodge Caravan wood paneling that's fake. And it, yeah, it's my parents sun, had that car. It's sun fades and like wears <sighs> off in a really bad looking yeah. way. That's what I want the guitar to look like. I, I just not, thought of a, I had a 91 grand Voyager. Amazing idea. Talking about cars. You know how the old radios has, you turn the dial, the volume and then it has like the red line yeah. over the track, and it like goes mm-hmm. to like adjust the. It's to adjust like the station, mm-hmm. right? What if that was your volume, and it would adjust tone the red and, line, and you just had two little clear acrylic red lines. They did things. have rad knobs on those old car stereos, but like if you were playing guitar, and there's two tracks like one for tone one for volume and then two red lines and every time you mess with it you could see the red line yeah, moving up and down. that would be sick it'd be like that ernie ball uh guitar that's got like the the eight ball stick shifter on it have you seen that thing that's like the spinal tap guitar, yeah the spinal yeah. tap guitar like it's all it's like race car themed We've we've gone really long with this episode. We didn't. So here's the one question I have, or here's my one thought on your guitar. If you want to do that like rusty underbody look, I think all you have to do is either you do rosewood body, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess with like the current wood laws might be complicated. Well, you just have to get rosewood that comes that comes with a different name yeah. from a different country. Oh my god! Um, or you just you have your like whatever wood underneath you stain it. Like, you know, if you do, like, mahogany body and then you do a traditional mahogany uh, stain, so it's, like, dark brown. No, you just have Matt from Mule make it for you. From who? Mule Resonator. Oh. (laughs) You know Matt? (laughs) No, I don't. Oh, he was at the show this year. But, like, uh... Does he do, like, like rusty resonator-style guitars or something like that? No, he's, like, the coolest dude. I think, by far, he's the coolest guy that makes guitars, like, period. Uh, Just as a person. Like, he's amazing. But, like, uh... He makes just like metal guitars. Gotcha. But like he literally made not heavy metal, but they're like they're heavy, but like they're not for heavy metal. They're no they're, guitars that are metal. They're like always hollow or like uh, like resonators right. or whatever, you know. But they're not for heavy metal, is what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but they're made of metal. But he could definitely make one rusty, is what I'm saying. Right, right, right. And then just like powder coat it blue. That's what like, I need. I need a metal guitar that's powder coated blue. And then and sand then I, through it so it rusts. We'll just leave it out in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, that could be like the way you relic it. Like you just like make it rusty in the spots. Or what I do is I track down a 91 Dodge Caravan and then I harvest metal from it and have that turn into like the top of the guitar. <laughs> like just That sounds like down. a lot of work. Yeah. Well, we got someone in the room with us who does a lot of work on guitars. He understands what I'm talking about. Would the back be like, like the headstock could be like a carpet from the car? Yeah. Like matching. And you know, I got to get one of those seatbelt straps for it. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh yeah, oh. like where like it's it actually has like the yeah double, the buckle on the it, the double buckle. Yeah, thing. yeah, that'd be sick. Sorry, Steve, my guitar is cooler than yours. Maybe we should whatever. Make this. <laughs> I don't want to fund it. But I would definitely play it. But then I would feel tempted to go buy a '91 Dodge Caravan. <laughs> no, all you gotta do is your be wife like, does not approve. Any of you guys listening, we will make it for you. Yeah, I like that. Uh, you just have to question mark to when it's finished. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, it it'll be cool or not cool. We don't know. Yet. <laughs> it'll be so cool. It'll be the coolest. Actually, you know, uh, you know Chris Benson. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know Benson. Dude, Doug Cower made Chris Benson that he made him a guitar about his minivan. What? We're literally talking about I don't about know if it. I've seen no. that. We're talking about this and Doug actually made a minivan guitar. Dude, uh, what was the the van that you were talking about? A 91 Dodge Caravan. What's the Dodge logo? Oh, jeez. It like it's the, the Pentagon with like the, the star. Pen- What's the logo that's like just kind of the elongated, like, uh, X thing. Sorry. Elongated I'm X I'm going to draw thing. it with you. No one can see it. It's like it. a Chevy? It's like that. Yeah, I think it's a yeah, Chevy. Yeah, that's Chevy. That's a boat. They yeah. call it the bow tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He, whatever car, whatever minivan, it's a Chevy, though, that Chris has. And he, Doug color matched it and then got... He made custom knobs with the Chevy logo on no. it and then gave it to Chris. Oh, that's beautiful. You got to go deep into the Instagram archives for that. <laughs> but it's there. So we're talking about it, but it already happened. It already so. happened. It's just not for a Dodge Caravan, though. That was my that was my, my, my jam. Uh, we should wrap this episode up. We didn't even cover the second topic or the last uh, ad. So but who cares? Sucked. This show really sucks. I'm really <laughs> sorry to everyone who listened. Uh, Wait, you don't even want to do the next topic? No, we it, we're at an hour five, man. We got it. It's a it's a work. You know, dude, I listened to a Tone Mob app the other day that was two hours long. What? What is Blake doing? He was hanging out with Tavo. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Right. yeah Tavo, Tavo just kept going. Tavo and going. will shoot your ear off for sure. All right. Uh, well, big thanks to our sponsors. Sinusoid Cables, they make cables. And smiles. And Nanalog Audio, makers of the Wave Function Overdrive. You got to go check out the demo. You got to go check out the price on this thing because they lowered the price like crazy. And they have a discount code 60CycleHum at checkout. It'll get you 15% off. And it's a freaking great pedal for that price. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, 219 with uh, 15% off is a great deal for this really great like tube screamer style pedal that has two brand new, like newly invented uh, analog components in it. So go check that out. Tell us about the song, Steve. Uh, this song was sent by Scott Toolin. We played one of his songs a while ago. He says, uh, here's another song I recorded recently. Again, I programmed the drums in MIDI. Everything else is me. Guitar tracks are telecasters through an old Lafayette tube amp. Some tracks uh, feature my Magic 6 Overdrive. Others, I used my Starlight Drive pedal. Bass was recorded direct with a Sansamp bass DI, then beefed up with some compression. Uh, vocals were recorded in my kitchen, much to, to the display of my wife and possibly some of my neighbors. That sounds like my life. <laughs> uh, so uh, <laughs> this was sent by uh, Scott from RSTCustomEffects.com. The song is called Believe. Go check it out. Later, guys. Bye. Oh, see ya. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>